<laughs> Gosh, John, I forget how good you are at karate. That's incredible. I know, man. I mean, it's all about the right belt. It is. Timing you know? or your leather belt. Exactly. I, I feel like maybe, is that not, that's what you meant. Not really, okay. but speaking of, oh, Dave, wow, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to try to transition to okay. save you. <laughs> Finally, Dave, Yeah. warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am I gosh. right? Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that I don't have to baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not have to worry Look, about it. Hey, Dave, I know exactly Sorry. Sorry, what I didn't you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. Knock around is the solution. They've been making high-quality shades that don't break the bank okay. since 2005. Oh, wow. And they've actually been my personal go-tos for years. Oh, yeah. I love Knockaround, John. They have over 20 different frame styles, so there's something for everyone, including tons of kids' pairs. That's right. So whether you're looking to rep your favorite sports teams, mm-hmm. you know, like you're a sports guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> spend some relaxation time in the yard, yep. or cruise down Broadway with the windows down oh. like Dave does uh-huh. all the time. All the time. Every Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Knock around. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. All of their lenses have UV 400 protection, which is basically like sunscreen for your eyes, which, by the way, I've tried that, and it hurts. <laughs> Use the sunglasses, everybody. With polarized adult pairs starting at 28 bucks. you can get a few pairs to leave in your car, toss in your beach bag, or lend to a friend in need. Dave, that is such a good price I that I might buy a pair just to intentionally lose them. I don't love that logic, John, but I know, you do but have a history of misplacement. It's not around Don't fight me because like of the karate stuff. But it could so. be perfect for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Dadville fans, don't squint through family beach days yeah. or trips to the park. Check out knockaround.com and use the promo code DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order. That's DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order at knockaround.com. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Dave. Dave, John, it's, I got nervous. Okay, sorry. Are you okay? Uh, we'll see. Let's can we can we talk for a second? <laughs> Always, because I got some news. I have decided mm-hmm. I want to write a sitcom. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. it's based around a bickering odd couple. Oh, right. Okay. One is kind of a neat freak. Yep. Right, and the other one's a slob, and they start a successful business together. Okay, it feels kind of like a career pivot. But listen, call me Michael Jordan because I'm game. <laughs> Which one am I in that scenario? <laughs> I was thinking you would kind of be the wise neighbor. You know, oh, who's okay. like artsy, you know, okay. the artsy one on the block. Okay. Done. <laughs> done. Brooks okay. and done. But to get screen ready, uh, I kind of need to make sure I go deep on Athletic Greens AG1 just to oh. get my body in. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, fit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I was I was ask, actually asking myself earlier today, mm-hmm. self, mm-hmm. as I always say, yeah, yeah. so I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed by a multitude of supplements available on the market today? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. Do Duh. you struggle to know where to even start and who to trust? Tell them, Dave. John, listen to this. I've got great news for you. AG1 is a simple and effective solution to your supplemental routine with just one scoop of powder, John. Only one. How many scoops? One. And then how how many times a day? One. You got both right. Okay. AG1 delivers a comprehensive blend of essential nutrients to support your overall health and wellness. Well, listen to this, Dave. I take AG1 each and every morning. You do. Before I make my morning latte art, obviously, I, that's how I have my glow. It's a burden. It's, uh, it's really the only way that I can get in that creative zone. That mm-hmm. I, that's where I live. That you is, know? Yeah. I have also experienced improved digestion. No. My hair, my skin, I was gonna all feels great, and I sleep so much better at night. Look, your hair does look better. I've, me- I've, I've you. texted you that. I meant to t- it's sitting in my outbox of the text. <laughs> AG1 <laughs> is really like a life hack for your nutritional health. Why take a bunch of different supplements when you can just mix Mm -hmm. one scoop of powder and water once a day with AG1? Designed with ease in mind, AG1 helps you live healthier and better without having to do a lot. Easy like Sunday morning, Dave. Get this, Dave. Yep. Each serving, every single serving, Dave, contains 75, not 74, 75 top quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that provide significant advantages such as support for gut health you love gut health and mood 
Increased energy levels and improved appearance of skin, hair, and nails. Wait, did you say 75? Oh, I look at them all the time. Yeah. You said 75, right? I did. Are you sure that isn't a typo? Because that is insane. I know it. Plus, 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 I get it delivered right to my door each month, so I never have to worry about running out. Yeah, you don't have to go to the store. No. They'll, they'll bring it right to you. to you. And more. I was trying to run. That's good. Look, if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Always. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. You thought I was going to say four. No. No, it's five. <laughs> With your first purchase, go to athleticgreens.com slash dadville. That's athleticgreens.com slash dadville. Check it out. Now, I do want to say this. I had some thoughts about this sitcom. What do you think about calling it Disorderly Conduct, the Startup Edition? Or or The Clean and the Dirty, a success story. Okay. Yeah. I think we have like our plan B and plan C titles. Oh. So that's cool. Let's just look for plan A. It's something. Can I just say, first of all, just looking at your beautiful visages (laughs) is Uh. making me... Unbelievably is you, happy. Is that why you asked us on this? You just wanted to stare. Yeah, stare yeah, long. That's <laughs> we're not even going to record. Please. Just honestly, it's yeah, going to be. Look at the hair. Um, <laughs> not actually a podcast. It's just no, no, yeah, yeah. No, hey guys, we thought about inventing a podcast. <laughs> you know what, John? Like, you know what? My first thought is looking at you guys. I'm like, thank the Lord that all of you. All three of you have great hair because what if one yeah. of you just kind of ha- was just hanging on and was doing the comb over thing and it's, you know, that would be so tragic. We can thank our mother's father. He had he had all his hair until yeah. the end. Until oh wow! His, in his 90s. late nineties, yeah. yeah. He just, wow, he late like 90s. he had he all lost, the nurses. He lost his like, mind, but not his hair. Mm. I mean, and that's listen, kind of what I mean, we're going for. I was going to say, if I had to choose, that's not a real hard choice. I mean, if you let's, let's, let's be real. Let's Absolutely. be real. We're musicians. We got to do some shows. <laughs> like, we'd rather lose our mind. It's kind of cool and quirky when you're an artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, you sell I records, like man. I, I, sell more the records first time that way. I, I cut my hair after dating my wife. She's like, oh, it's like I'm with another man. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's like every day when you have Alzheimer's, that's like every day. It's a new adventure. You know, you're with another man every day. <laughs> also another man, another man. Except Daily. For every day. You're another man. <laughs> that's exactly right. Oh my gosh. I really well, do think we have everything neat. We guys, thanks so much. Yeah, okay, it's pretty much um, it. yeah, good times. okay. So if you haven't heard everybody that's listening, we have three of the most wonderful people in the world. Three of my favorite people in the world. Oh um, man. Who, who happened? I mean that who happened to be brothers who also happened to be fully hairheaded yes. um, <laughs> and happened to be handsome. <gasps> oh. Oh. oh, who are you brothers? talking about? Hermanos. Hermanos, Hermanos, Hermanos. Um, so we have handsome here, guys. Can can I just say? Um, I don't want to say that we made the podcast for this interview because that's going to feel that's going to feel reaching. But I'm not going to say that we didn't, and that's what I want to be. <laughs> right. on that's important. Both statements are true. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so Both much for having us, guys. Both can be true. So so what we do to start. Um, is we read what we call the brag sheet, and uh, okay. and then um, so you guys just have to listen to your accomplishments. Um, okay, sweet. it's a it's a way of I kind of wish it was up. you. I kind of wish it was you talking about you right right as you set up the interview. I'm going to the brag sheet, and then you're like Dave Barnes. <laughs> Dave Barnes. <laughs> Dave Barnes. <laughs> last last week I did four sit ups. <laughs> but th- thank At you a so much where for having he was us. Mildly allergic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here here's the brag sheet. Buckle up, boys. Um, formed a band in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 93. That is insanity. 93. I think we just need to sit with that for a second. Okay. Released two albums before their major label debut, which is, like, all this is crazy to me. So Boomerang in 95, Umbop mm-hmm. in 96, Middle of mm-hmm. Nowhere was released in 97, and has sold over 10 million copies. I am responsible for 1.3 of those. Just FYI, I keep oh, losing it sweet. and buying it back. Um, released 15 albums. Really, 15? Depends so on what I... you're counting, but we're going to go with that. Because <laughs> yeah. that, it's that already is, been said is, publicly. <laughs> there's a couple the live perfect. albums, a couple studio, a couple Christmas albums. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch <laughs> that of That is stuff. the perfect oh, answer. The Christmas counts. <laughs> yeah, they count, they count. Okay, their authorized biography, Hanson, the official book, is a New York Times bestseller, nominated for uh, three Grammy Awards. In 2003, they started their own label. Uh, three CG records served yeah. as guest judges on Cape Go- Cupcake Gorge. I did not know that happened. Um, each yeah. year, I love this. They do a week long destination concert in Jamaica called Back to the Island. 
launched their own signature beer called Mm Hops, which <laughs> it was all there, and you guys saw it and you <laughs> it was, took it. it I'm so thank proud you. of you. Yeah. In 2013, yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. they've sold over 16 million freaking albums and have three top 20 albums being will be celebrating this is so cool their 31st anniversary in tulsa in may and so okay so here's what we love to ask um after you hear that after mm-hmm. after we do the mm-hmm. brag sheet y'all sitting there and listening mm. how do you feel hearing that stuff mm. tired mostly yeah <laughs> Like, oh, it should have been longer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, well, I mean, there's, we're going to have fun with this. There's so many things we could say that. I mean, on a serious note, of course, super proud, incredibly humbled. And, and, you know, as you get older, we have been doing this since we were kids. Um, You know, music is primal, right? It's in you or, you know, I think everybody has music in them. Some some have a little extra and have the gall to say, I'm going to make this. Like we all do. Yeah, as well. Um, But I think it's just been, what an extraordinary life to have seen hmm. the, uh, through the lens of music so many places, so many people. And and honestly, I mean, still feel like there's so much to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm also blown away. Time is so strange. Some things feel like a minute ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some feel like another lifetime, like there was this yeah. other lifetime that happened. And so just kind of in awe of it a little bit, you know, because yeah. you just can't, you can't put a summary of, a, of your experience in a paragraph. It's just, yeah. right. there's too many. We were in a hundred cities yet last year and 20 countries last year. Oh my God. And 21. 21. And, and you're just like, there's, there's so <laughs> many <laughs> connections that music yeah. opens the door for that it's just yeah. a, and, 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 and you're tired. Yeah. I yeah. was going to say, I actually feel like it should also include got up at 5 a.m. <laughs> After the three, three out of four days while on tour to do radio and television, yes, yes. went to bed so only three hours before that. You know, guys, w- yes. when I hear them start to talk and be so genuine, I feel like God put me on this earth just to be a contradiction. Yeah. You know, bring us back, balance it. Right. Zach's like, I just want some ice and a cup and some cold ass tea, man. It's like when he said, I feel like all people are musical. I can tell you, after traveling to 100 <laughs> cities in 21 countries. I feel you. I feel you. If you ever felt like, hey, man, I don't know how I got this job, just look at it, the audience and see that about half of them are not clapping in any notable, reasonable time. For, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, what, what, what BPM is that? Four seventy three one. One thing I want to know, like, in, in as a small aside, so in, in the, you know, 30 years, about to be 31 years you guys have been playing, uh, this is just a fun question. Who are the people that y'all have met in, in the three decades that you really geeked out meeting? Like, it was mm. like, holy cow. Present company excluded. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, uh, that's obvious. That's a given. We can't, it, you guys are above, yeah. Uh, yeah. above yeah. all. Yeah. But thank you. Sure. I mean, yes. uh, Billy Joel is huge. Billy yeah. Joel is huge. All of us are huge Billy Joel nerds. I still remember when we when we when we first met Billy Joel, which was awesome. We actually went to a show in Staten Island, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess that's the Nassau Coliseum, maybe. Yeah. yeah we, uh, but anyway, um, and so we, we were there. We went to meet him backstage, and his mom was having a birthday, and they had had cake there, and there was just something. It just was just kind of like classic. New York kind of situation. His mom walks up. She's like, "Hey, honey, you know," oh, and he's like, "Honey, uh, mom, I just want—I want you to meet these guys." And she's like, "Oh, I know who you are." And then his, he introduces his daughter. And then as his mom turns around, there's a little bit of cake on the corner of her mouth, and he goes, "Hey, ma, you got some cake on your face." <laughs> and he just does a little wipe, and you know, and it was just—it was very wow. human and very fun. And I'll never forget that moment when when Billy Joel said, "Ma, you got cake on yeah. your face." Yeah. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. We've, I mean, we've met some of, a lot of our heroes. I mean, not not all of them. I mean, for sure, um, you know, you two, those guys, we've met a few times and just They're, so blown away by their, you know, their mm, humanity, yeah. just the the yeah. being approachable, being sort of insightful and giving time. And they're um, very very cool guys. We've met some. We've 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 met Paul McCartney a couple times. Oh, you know, geez. these are you know you those kind of people. You just go. Boof. What, what was I mean, that the, like? I mean, honestly, nothing deep. With him, just very yeah. generous, very you know, yeah. he's known for being you know a very warm sort yeah. of uh, guy. And the joke that was thanks true. Thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for coming. Come, Definitely that. Coming. That's about as far as it got, <laughs> went with Paul. Yeah. The, there is a Paul. The Paul story about twenty years ago. We we sang um, as a musician. Picture this. We've told this before, but you guys will appreciate it. Songwriters Hall of Fame is this kind of like the party, the amazing thing that is kind of quiet, but the industry. It's like the award you really want mm-hmm. because they just do right, it with right. one another. It's not televised. 
So almost, I guess it's 20 years ago, more than 20 years Into ago. In the year 2000. Brian Wilson was inducted to, the, to it, and we were asked to sing a song for Brian Wilson's induction uh, to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Amazing. Um, well, of course, they asked us what song we would choose to do, and like idiots, we said God Only Knows, because it is one of the greatest songs ever written. And very ever. hard. And so not easy as a three-piece <laughs> when Zach is 16, maybe? Yeah. Anyway, that room was bonkers bonkers beyond you can if you would have dropped a bomb in that hotel like half yeah, of so the 20th century would have been wiped out for music you know <laughs> it was isaac hayes billy joel paul mccartney Rick james taylor carol king james brown neil diamond it, it was billy joel billy, billy joel <laughs> everybody was it was so painfully like you could hard as a music fan you walked in that room just kind of I don't understand. How do I walk? Your mouth. So, as right. you can imagine, our nerves were kind of like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but Billy, oh uh, yeah. Anyway, we at the end of the night, we were singing "Stand by Me" in an ensemble, and I and shared a microphone with Paul McCartney singing. Stop! Oh my god! Yeah. Right? I mean, it's. I kind of want it's this beyond, to just be the rest of the podcast. I just want to hear that's these stupid. stories. That is insane. <laughs> anyway, that oh. that's that's kind of a. That that's a once in a lifetime situation, right? You're yeah, never yeah. gonna have those people. I mean, some of those aren't even with us anymore. You mm -hmm. know, James, yeah. Um, yeah, James Brown. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I so want to know. You know, we keep talking about your, you know, three decades plus of a career. Um, <laughs> congrats, by the way. <laughs> but I want to <laughs> know how is, and this is a big question, but like, how is Hanson today different from Hanson 31 whatever years ago? Like. And I know that's a big question, but specifically in terms of like things like what drives you guys as a band, how has that changed? How, mm -hmm. how do you make decisions? Like are the roles, have the roles changed? Have they swapped throughout these 30 years, all that kind of stuff? How is all that different? Who wants how to answer long that? is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Keep your answers as short as possible. Yeah. Um, nothing's changed. It's all the same. We're really great. Okay. Next <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that's a funny thing because 30 years is a really long time, but it's not just 30 years of adulthood. I think m most fans, you kind of, you're young adults when you start. And so, you know, it's 20s or maybe 18 and you kind of, that 30 years would take place over a, a particular change in your life. I mean, we, we started when I was six. Yeah, that's crazy. And so like, it's every phase of your Jeez. life with memory. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't have memory almost before being in a band that's a form of torture i think the cia <laughs> probably no Zach is not actually he doesn't realize he's not actually a waterboarding it's music boarding or something. <laughs> just keep singing just keep singing oh my gosh. God. um wow well, turn my, my yeah. headphones down uh, it, i would i would say um the core you know there's certain things that you just can't change as far as who people are. There's certain foundational, just this is your personality. This is, your, this is kind of what's in the DNA, like that kind of yeah. stuff. There's just quirks, you know, that some mm -hmm. of which you just know, um, you know, just the way like, okay, you're an extrovert, you're an introvert, you're kind of the detail guy, you're mm -hmm. whatever that is. Right. Um, so those, there's certain things you could just never get rid of. They'll always be yeah. that are just like, wow, this is like being, you know, 10. But um, there's a lot of change. I mean, one, this is, you know, talking about being dads, obviously is one of the themes I know that conversation and, and being dads, I mean, we're all fathers, you know, that that dynamic of just building your own nest as you get older and, and figuring out the kind of shared identity you have with your partner in life, with mm. your wife. And I think that evolves you in different ways. It's sort of like depending on who you partner with, who who do you, oh, yeah. who becomes your better half, you know, <laughs> right. and that that affects, I think, how we, How much better is your Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this is joking. I mean, <laughs> she's like, she's like a little bit better. Yeah. See, this is a really bad no, but it's true because I mean, we can't a lot better. I don't know. All of our wives are arguably not better, significantly better than we are. We know that all of them. It's all upgrades. But but this is kind of when you have a band like this, you know, it is kind of a marriage first marriage. You know, there's a relation. There's a mm. kind of an, a very all encompassing type of relationship that you know right. has kind of right. nuances that are unlike most business relationships. Right. right? It's mm. kind of a and so you 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 have certain things that are just sort of baked in to especially your creator you own business you've traveled you've spread, spent way too much time together um and so i think i think there is definitely evolution as people you know kind of you almost lean into the things that are the most important to you i think as you get older well, what, what, but what would be some of those things i mean like for me i mean i know that i have always kind of been 
technically oriented. And so a lot of the, uh, uh, since early, early on, just kind of. It was always like, Isaac, why isn't this TV working? He's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, so there's things like that. But, but, but as far as it relates to, you know, music making, you know, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, engin- engineering and learning Pro Tools and things of that nature at an early age and, mm. and that kind of stuff. And that's maintained to be true. It, I can't always do that in, in the band. Sometimes I have to just do other projects so that, you know, because, you know, Taylor is very, very demanding. And, <laughs> and I just, you know. Oh. <laughs> but anyway. And it begins. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, is, Zach is really impatient. He's like, isn't it done already? Right. Yeah. I'm a drummer, guys. One, two, three, four, go. Well, and and you got, you're the I youngest. I gave you four, four counts. Yeah, well. I, and I, that's another youngest. question of mine is like birth order. Does it, does it, does it sort of play out yeah. in the stereotypical way? I, you know I think I mean? it. I don't know what the stereotypes are exactly. Wow. I don't think we match them exactly, but we absolutely are are affected by them. No question. That's what a middle child always thinks. Right? <laughs> They're always like, classic I'm, middle child. I'm just unique. It. I don't conform. <laughs> See, there we go. It's always, uh, you know, so, as the the father of five, and um, uncle to you know like twenty five. Um, <laughs> it is really interesting that birth order is is a thing. You see, there's a certain mm. neuroticism to firstborns. There's a certain yep. um, yeah. kind of individuality to younger children where they're like, <laughs> like whatever, I'm just going to do my own thing and not yeah, realizing yeah. how they affect other people, right? Mm. There's a certain uh, kind of... Um, I've got to be the best to middle children, right? Because they're trying to overcome the fact that the neurotic children are taking all the time and the younger children aren't paying attention to them. Right? <laughs> exactly. This, exactly. You, know what? you just explained my well, son, Monroe, so clearly right? in that moment because he's always like, I've got to beat effort at everything. Yeah, I, I don't want to admit it. It's all true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all mentioned this earlier, but I'm so curious to know. When it comes to in in this this, you know, this may be hard to answer because it's so on the nose. But when you think of getting married, one, so just marriage and how that changes you, but then being dads, can you can you tell in each of you, and maybe you know, uh, you can speak for the others too, just being you know people that can watch it happen. But have y'all seen big changes in how that's iterated into your y'all's relationships? You know, because I mean, I, I can think of a million ways that being married changed you, and then kids really changed you, but. You know, those oh, things yeah. can be so helpful in, in a band because what used to be really annoying about you kind of gets shaved off a little bit. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, man, <laughs> he's just really easy to be with all of a sudden. Or you find yourself worried about new things or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm curious how those two changes have affected y'all's personalities in that. Well, I mean, if it doesn't change I don't change know how you... this question is going to be answered. I'm really curious <laughs> I'm now. I, so I just became a listener. I'll answer for myself. I, well, first, every if it doesn't change to some degree, then then... It, I don't think it's doing what it should do. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, it should well rub off on. It should ripple out. And um, I, I absolutely think you know that that our relationships with our better halves, as I said before, it has affected everyone in a positive sense. But it also, it I think what's as far as abandoning goes, I think the primary kind of shift, especially like Zach was mentioning, we've really truly grown up in this kind of role as a mm-hmm. band. Um, it's more that you you know whatever the core you know let's say say love like just you know for your for your spouse like that that's the area where you leave a little bit extra space that mm. you know outside of this unit and so depending on what those things are that's how i think that's how it affects the different mm-hmm. like relationship you have for instance wow. somebody might be hey guys the time like i got to show up at this time every day that really helps me with my relationship yeah, or yeah, yeah. or or somebody else like man i just you know gotta do the x or y you know and that's and that now that's all the now my world is in balance but I think everybody, it's like you you grow in appreciation for kind of a, a bigger world when you have a good relationship. Mm. I mean, your mm-hmm. partner is like your other way of seeing things. It's not just you driving ahead. Yeah. You know? yeah, well, yeah. I actually feel like, I actually feel like, and, and maybe this is a, an interesting one because, I mean, so both Taylor and I, um, we had our kids within the first year of marriage. So I actually mm. think in a way it's really hard for me to separate Marriage from, a, yeah, marriage from kids. Marriage from kids, because there's such yeah, yeah. a big dynamic Absolutely. shift that's all happening at the same time. But um, I remember really specifically, and this is this is funny, but I remember when, Zach when we were making uh, the 2011 EP facing the blank page. For yeah. me, that was a really noticeable difference in where Zach started kind of coming from with songs, songs like Bittersweet, for example, and oh, others. It's about 
three being years dad. after getting yeah. married. Yeah. yeah, and that was, and I believe, was was Junior around yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she would have been. Yeah, yeah. So, so baby. Jun- if she would have been a baby, and then and then you had Shepard, who was, what, two, two-ish, yeah. something like that. So... So it, I remember really clearly the subject matter of the of that song and how it was a real significant pivot. And there mm. had always been kind of elements of that, but I think I, I noticed that particular thing as far as subject matter uh, from some of the ideas that Zach was starting and bringing to the band. But also that ripples out in the stuff that we're working on really uh, kind of actively together, you know, mm. as well. And so I think that's... I think that's an interesting, I think all of us kind of did that in some capacity or another, but it just, it it shows up a little different. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's, what's interesting to me sitting here trying to think about sort of, you know, you're, you're saying, uh, you know, how did the marriages affect your creative process? The thing that, that popped out to me was how interestingly, I think the marriages come about like the creative process, like the pursuit hmm. of the woman is the same as the way you write the song. Like, <laughs> wow. Ty- wow. So Taylor is all about, he, he's much more about the adventure and the unknown and the unattainable. And even your relationship with your wife and how you got married and how quickly you had kids is all kind of this like, let's go, let's do it. Let's find. I mean, we'll, she's not even, go. I don't know where she is. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah he had to put one of those seven Apple, kids. Apple tag trackers yeah. on her back. Like yeah. he just, yeah. Those um, are so helpful. No. But yeah. like uh, Isaac is, with wives is hot and cold. You know, he's yeah. very hot and cold with his, writings like some days he'll walk in i don't even know if i want to be in a band you've been in one for 30 years if you don't know at this like, point Zach, i'm not even you really know? a musician i'm just a performer yeah. this is crap yeah and i'm performing right oh now that God. was just to get you inspired um but oh even but like I the way so you got married and the way you pursued your wife was very kind of like it's wrong it's right it's wrong it's, it's right. right i love it i hate it i love it i hate it and and so it just it's interesting. Wow. I think I think it magnifies your creative process is what I would say. Yeah. Like it 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 for better or worse oh God, usually just makes you more of what you are. Like if you're hot and cold, you're gonna walk into the studio now and have days where you're like, I hate music, and then the next day I wrote seven songs. Yeah. You know, what is that? You know That is yeah. really um, fascinating. Th- I mean that I'm I'm not I can't it's I'm having a hard time even focusing for how much I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true. <laughs> Wow. It's resonant. This is this just a general sort of counseling, musicians counseling call. Yeah, it's like true. how yeah. to get change through. The, change uh, the podcast name to musician counseling. You know, I think my thing about kids, I think what I've found about kids, and it's partly your age and it's partly your kids, is um, I think there's a point in your life when you're a young person and you're discovering things, right? Yeah. And then you kind of have to make this transition where you go, wait. I'm an adult. I'm one of the people that's in charge. I threw it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that, that I find that affecting my, my, the stories I want to tell. It's not, mm. I mean, I still, my personal drive is always joy. It's always, I want to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. He's the and, goofball of well, the band in and, a lot and, of ways. And so it's either the joy of, of something that makes me laugh or the joy of something that is really true and really deeply rooted in like, eternal things or just sort of this is the way the world operates you know and um when you you realize at some point you're like oh crap i'm an example for somebody like not in a generic way like a a fan right a fan you're i'm an example for the world because i'm a celebrity right right. it talks like that in the morning yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but there are people who are going to grow up and live through all of my mistakes, right? Yeah, right. And their life is yeah. going to be shaped by all of my successes, like the things I mm. did well as a dad. And mm. um, we have a line in a song, uh, it's called No Sleep for Banditos, and it says, um, beware the lessons never learned, right? Mm. Because your, your children, it says, beware what you teach your son, because every lesson never learned, think of what they may become. And that's... Wow. That becomes like part of your job as a dad, like not just how am I doing in the world, but what lessons am I teaching my kids and mm. what haven't they learned yet? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, this and, kind of stuff. And for too. anyone that's wanting to look up that song, I don't believe it is actually available on any of the streaming services yeah. because got to become a, a fan, fan club, club member. member. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a fan club. Yeah. Song. I see yeah. what you we'll guys put it in the show. Yeah, notes. that was yeah. it. We'll put the link down there. <laughs> I, 
I would just with <laughs> no, but I just re- I immediately had that moment of like someone listening to it going, oh, no sleep for Anditos. That's interesting. Wait, it's not anywhere. I, I do think too. Explain just, just on the detail. That's guy, a classic older sibling. Yeah, covering right. the details. See, right boom, did it. I, I think um, another way to sort of reflect on that would be to say to, to me being you know again being a dad, being a husband, especially you know the two things combined and and having kind of a, a hopefully generally healthy relationship between the two. It, they're both they're both sort of pure they're they're a filter to try and hopefully improve what you started with with the raw material you know like yeah, you're yeah. you get you have to decide and we the world is full of terrible unfortunately you know dads that really you know weren't there or that were not you know filling in the key things apart to build a strong family to you know help be you know, be kind of the the guy that does the stuff nobody wants to do. You know, that to get get up at night and yeah. go scare the boogeyman or, or take the trash out or do this. You know, do the dad stuff. Right. And and so as you are an artist, you know, you you're like a you're a trained you're you're sort of living out this narcissism. You know, of like mm. I have this thought; it's really important. You should hear it. <laughs> you know. And, and so I think as a musician to to balance. I mean, I got married the youngest. I was not. Zach was fairly young as well, very young. Yes. But I was nineteen, and you know we were already touring and I've, I've seven children. I've lived this life. I've grown in a way kind of grown up with my kids in a way. I mean, I'm a 20 year old and, and yes, he has grown up with his kids. There's it's something whole thing. so, yeah. um, you know, it is a balance to be a creative, I think, and to be a parent and be a father like that, that is its own gauntlet because mm-hmm. you, you do have this thing that almost demands your attention at all times. If you, if you're living the world as a creator, you're, you don't go to work and ch- clock in and then you can't mm. fully even if you have a life that's more structured you, you just kind of your job description is to invent right to imagine right. Mm. to sort of interpret and so you're always for me and this is probably tells you more who i am but you're always balancing those two but i'm so grateful for the the challenges and the gifts that being a dad and being a, a husband bring because they they're tangible in a way that those other things aren't mm. and they they kind of they put you back on your heels and in other ways they remind you like, yeah, I need to, you know, live this out or and say this or be this because like Zach was talking about, you are this kind of example. I think especially with sons, girls, like we, we were talking about this the other day. I feel like, you know, you know, women in, as a dad, I'm like, wow, these girls, they're just so like, they're not looking at me. Like, how do I, how do I be me? Like mm. they have a relationship with their mom. That's different. They need me to affirm them in a crazy way. Like crazy. Like they need to be mm-hmm. me to be that, that example. But the boys are looking at me literally like, how do I be a bear? Yeah. I do not yeah. know to, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I cannot function. Hey, you could know. you uh, grab that clip real quick? I got a couple boys. I need to text it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, how that, do that, I be a bear? That is, yeah, like they, they're is looking that at you concept. like, Every, I've never thought about me a bear. Everything you do is like like well, I'm strong too. I can climb too. Yeah. You know? And so you you're you're living in these worlds where you you kind of have to you have to recognize that you you have these different jobs to do that are all completely vital. And one of that first job you had for us, you know, being a creator, being an artist, being a musician, before all before kind of that amazing thing of a dad and a father, a dad and a husband, um, is is something that you you know is there kind of for your own mental health <laughs> to some degree yeah. like you figured that songwriting creative so it's it's just a balancing act you know? yeah i have to i have to interject in thinking about the relationship between kids and especially daughters and sons and 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 that dynamic i i had one of my favorite dad moments the other day and it was very very particular very small but it was really i was like oh this I actually, I might be doing something right. There was just a moment. That is a great it'll, it'll feeling. All be, it'll, all be, it'll all be destroyed. It'll all be destroyed later, you know, with all the therapy bills. But anyway, I was, I was downstairs, and my wife and daughter were upstairs, and I called up the stairs. I said, hey, sweetheart, and my daughter responded. Mm. Yeah. And, and she said, yes, daddy, and it was really kind of awesome because I realized Hmm. I call her sweetheart a lot Hmm. and I call my wife honey most of the time and 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 my wife knew the difference and my daughter knew the difference but I didn't wow and it was kind of a really cool thing of going oh wow I have this very like there's a term of endearment that I use for my daughter consistently so much that she knows it even from upstairs I went okay well I guess 
Good luck to the boy she's dating. Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm trying to set the bar high. Killed. And then she was like, yes, John. <laughs> oh, my God. That's because so she turned around. She's got a boyfriend standing behind you. That, was, like, Wait, that was such a sweet moment. And I'm sitting here going, yeah. "Who's going to wreck it. I said, hey, bozo. And my wife said, what's up? <laughs> and then all of my kids responded, yeah, dad. In harmony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, you have it backwards. It will save you a ton on doctor's bills. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I totally thought it was safe, like, as long as you were wearing socks, but... Mm, yeah. No. Common huh. misconception. Anyway, speaking of hide-and-seek, Dave, are you tired of playing hide-and-seek with high-quality meat at the grocery store? You look left. Yeah. You look right. Yep. And still... It's nowhere in sight, am I right? They always, always look at me funny when I crawl into the display case. And that is, at first it's cold and fun, and then it's lonely. And right. then you get in trouble. Yeah. And you do it a lot. Mm, but listen, fair. the search is over, Dave. Mm. Today's sponsor is Butcher Box. I thought you were going to say it with me. Oh, Butcher, Butcher Box. Box. Sorry, let's do it one more time. Okay. Butcher Box. I love saying it. Yeah, it's The one-stop shop for all your meat and seafood needs. ButcherBox takes the guesswork right out of finding meat and seafood you can trust. Yeah. 100% grass-fed beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. I, I don't want those added hormones. Yeah, hormones are fine. Added hormones? No. No. There's already enough. Real quick, Dave. Yeah. Do you know why the hormones cross the road? Uh, to get to the other side effect. <laughs> Come on. Good. Wow. I'm on fire. Wow. Let's retire that. But get this. The convenience with ButcherBox doesn't end there. Get just what you want delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping for the continental U.S. and no surprise fees. Let me tell you what I don't like, John. Tell me. Surprise fees. Love surprise parties. I do not like yeah, surprise yeah, fees. Yeah, Choose from a variety of box plan options from curated to customized and change your plan whenever you want. It's the ultimate peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And John, mm-hmm. yep. what was the last thing you got from BB, as we call it? Well, I get the beef and chicken box. Okay. I love it. Yep. I, just the other night, I did an amazing reverse sear. Oh! You know what I mean? <laughs> On a pair of New York strip steaks for okay. Amy and I. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so good. I only did two steaks because my kids aren't at the age where they can really appreciate the culinary yes. no, that takes gifts time. that, that I have. That takes time. That so. takes time. I get it. But wait, there's more. Not only does Butcher Box provide you with the highest quality meat, but you'll also enjoy amazing value. A range of high quality cuts mm-hmm. that are hard to come by at the grocery store are available at member, exclusive member, not just members, John. Yeah. Exclusive member exclusive deals member. that will help you save big on your favorite cuts. Did you say deal? <laughs> I am all over that. Plus, if you need a recipe inspiration, ButcherBox has got you covered with guides, tips, and even personalized hacks to help you cook up mouth-watering oh, meals. goodness gracious. Well, listen, say goodbye to hide-and-seek and say goodbye. hello to ButcherBox. Hello. The key to peace of mind and incredible value. ButcherBox is offering our listeners mm-hmm. one of their best deals yet. Get it. this. Yes. A 100% grass-fed chuck roast mm. and a whole organic chicken. A whole thing. Don't, don't whole say what you're about to say. Free, no, Dave, when you no. join. Plus, an additional $20 off your first box. Oh, my gosh. That is just a bunch of bananas. Yeah, actually, it's it's chuck roast and chicken. I was very no, clear. No, touche. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dadbill and use code dadbill to get a 100% grass-fed chuck roast and a whole chicken free in your first box, plus $20 off. That's butcherbox.com slash dadbill and use the code dadbill to get this special deal. John, we all love summer, and our kids especially love summer, but we lose that consistent schedule of when kids are in school, and that can create some summer child care problems. You know what? Thankfully, though, Dave, (gasps) there's a solution. What? Windy. That's W-Y-N-D-Y. Listen, it's an app that connects families to college student nannies literally in minutes. These nannies are background-checked, interviewed, and honestly, just awesome, Dave. That's right, John. And Wendy has been around for seven years and has been used by over 20,000 families. There are hundreds of qualified college student nannies on Wendy near you, working full or part-time. All you have to do is go to wendy.com slash dadville to start searching for a nanny. And as a special offer, they're going to knock off 50 bucks off your search if you go through that link. 
Wendy provides top-notch service, but at a fraction of the cost of traditional nanny agencies Ooh. and no ongoing fees. Okay, so here's how it works. Go to wendy.com slash dadville to start your search. A Wendy concierge will find great matches for your job and set up interviews for you. You can choose the one you like. Get started now because there are a lot of parents out there looking for nannies for the summer. That's right. Go to wyndy.com slash dadville. So, Isaac, you have six kids, uh, right? You have six no, kids. I, I, wait, Zach has th- Isaac has three. Zach has five. I have seven. Jeez. Okay. So yes. I have, Taylor has seven. I have two yeah. daughters. And Taylor, er, mm-hmm. earlier when I'm you were so talking sorry. about your, <laughs> your, your sons, I have, just a side note, I have never thought about the fact that, like, I love having two girls. I love it. I don't have boys, and yes. I never will. But I've never thought about that I won't have that those like two little boys that are like looking at me being like, No, I'm I'm mirroring what you're doing. Like my daughters are not looking at totally. me for that. So oh, yeah. anyway, I'll it's a different it's I'll grieve that later. It's vital. Well, no, but it's it's what your the relationship with your girls is like, oh my God, it's, it's incredible. But it is so different. It really yeah. is different. I mean, I just I feel I've felt that experience and it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. I love the difference, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's not something, it's something that's really cool. Oh, the drama I'm having at home right now with this. So, so my, my <laughs> boys uh, are 15, uh, almost 16, actually 15 and 14. And then our daughter's almost nine. Wow. So there's a big gap and, 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 and the dynamic between them, between the two boys, first of all, is just <laughs> constant wrestling and arguing. And it's just nonstop to a point where I'm like, seriously, yeah. oh, my God. But it's because they're so close in age and they're both basically the same height and have been most of their lives. And mm. it's this constant thing of who's the alpha dog, who's the alpha dog, right? So this, this is constantly going on. And then our oldest son is like, Dad. You don't understand. Odette is getting away with so much. She doesn't she doesn't get corrected for this, she doesn't get corrected for that. And of course, the dynamic is so different. And I keep trying to explain to him, I'm like, buddy. She does all these other things like clean herself. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> she has this stuff called empathy. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she already yeah, she know, already fixes like eight of the things of the ten that I'm trying to work right, on right, you right. with. Buddy, right. you know, you're right. She's misbehaving and talking back, but she's smiling and she doesn't smell bad. Yes. Exactly. Or, or the fact that if I ever were to to threaten her with discipline, she looks at me and she goes, please, daddy, no. Yeah. And she melts. Whereas the boys, when you looked at them and go, all right, man, you know, the squat's coming. He's like, what's that? You're like, yeah. you mean the thing you've been getting on a regular basis? Yeah. I don't even know what you mean by that. Okay. It's just part yeah. of my day. This makes me think of a story. I'm going to share a little story. It was It was a great one. It made me feel good about my family and the way I'm raising my children. So... Wow. I get a call so from I have my to wife. Take a turn after this. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And um, she goes, "I gotta tell you, um, um, our friend just came downstairs. Your daughter was playing upstairs with another one of her uh, five-year-old friends, and uh, the the girl came down and she said, Lucille just said she's gonna murder me.' And she ran off crying. And they they sort of worked it out. My wife went upstairs. What did you say? What's going on? You know, she was tired after school." And uh, as my wife walks downstairs after giving the, you know, the stern talk to our younger daughter, um, she hears our 12-year-old daughter talking to the mother of the girl who was going to be murdered. And Junia, our 12-year-old, goes, you know, us Hansons, sometimes we say, like, I'm going to murder you. But it's in a loving way. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, I'm going to murder you if you touch my stuff. But, like, I still love you, you know? Hmm. Yeah, you thought, know. God. I love that. Well, you <laughs> thought, because you thought, wait, we're waiting for him because that's it. That's the story. That's the story. I'm going to murder you, but in a loving way. Oh, my and God. And I just thought. I love that both of you started your story with, this really made me feel good about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone's got to. I mean, well, yeah. it was so non-stereotypically girl that I just wanted to right. counteract no that with it. your honey sweetheart and mine was like my daughters both of them were justifying how you threaten to kill your friends sometimes because they're gonna touch your stuff yeah Yeah. exactly i mean we used to call my daughter the berserker i mean (laughs) oh yeah yeah yep violence (laughs) chopping hitting screaming you know but um apologies guys it's hard to get a word in edgewise with three no no this is listen you're in a safe space (laughs) um yeah that that is that is i mean I'll, i'll never forget having so we have three boy, girl, boy. And with our girl, 
who is so much fun and then so crazy. Like it's high, high, high. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll never forget <laughs> talking to a buddy of mine. She wasn't even six months and I was already like, whoa. You know, because our son, our first, you know, he was like, okay, he's pretty manageable. And it's like, when he's sad, he cries. When he's happy, he laughs. And then she was like, all the things swapped. It was just really hard to read. And I remember telling my friend, I was like, He's like, so what, what, you know, her name is Zanna, Susanna Jane, we call her Zanna. I was like, he was like, uh, so what's Zanna like? I was like, man, she is crazy. She like, she can be screaming and then start laughing in the middle of a scream at like five months. And he's like, oh, you mean she's a girl? And I was like, <laughs> oh. I mean, I was like, it's, there's a lot different, there's different nuances. There's, yeah, it's, oh you have gosh. to, it's an education for all it of is, us. It is, it is. It's a very, you know. the, your, your kids range in age like the three of you all your your kids mm-hmm. together you yeah. have you know quite a bit of kids and they age the, 15, like you got a 20 year old and a between the three a 20 year old uh, the and young, a what? the youngest is 20 months mine 20 is the months. youngest quincy yeah so yeah. so tell you have seven ranging from 20 to, to two to two and then i've got three ranging from 15 to nine all oh, eight yeah, yeah and then i have 14 down to about to be two okay yeah, yeah. so because my our like a they, petri I mean, dish of good, child rearing. Hold on, let me just really. Good. How y'all must be so good at this at this point? Like, I mean, are you just like, like is the is the newest kids each of y'all have had Taylor and Zach? Is it just kind of like we we should just do another lap because this one is going to be like the president. It's going to be the only person that's ever been a president for four terms. Like they're yeah. going to be so well adjusted, and just they've got the best versions of us, and we have done this I, yeah. enough now that it is I, like we. So I, I I've been going just trying to get a left handed kid. I'm left handed. Nobody's left handed. <laughs> I just keep going, honey. No, until we know we got left handed. You don't want to switch. Not going to be alone set. in this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Quincy, it looks like he's left-handed, so I think I'm done. Oh, I, I want to answer your question, and I, I also know John is headed towards something. You were going towards a. <laughs> I was going towards a thought, brilliant, thought. brilliant question. I hope they keep getting better. Over here. No, I'm I'm <laughs> curious because anytime that we interview, uh, have guests who have older kids, I always mm-hmm. want to ask them. As my my girls are seven and ten, I'm always wanting to know like what's the what's the age phase that was the most that was the trickiest mm. you know hmm. and yeah, is it stereo I mean, is would, it the stereotypical kind of like early teen years kind of thing or was it, it all I, i'm gonna love i'm so. gonna love this because i know probably the real answer but i'm gonna hear them both give like a nice answer like, <laughs> no I, every I don't, phase is great <laughs> no i don't uh, <laughs> i think every phase is i think every phase is really hard frankly i, yeah. I think it on and my answer is every phase is hard but every wow. phase has has a different kind of heart, right? right? Like when you're, I mean, I remember distinctly when we had the, our four oldest, I mean, just being like, my bed is the couch because I'm getting, I'm doing what we do. Mm-hmm. You're uh, getting yeah. home after bedtime a lot of times. And like, they're all surgically attached to their mother, like in a way that's like, but you're my life, you know? Yeah, I can't yeah, breathe, yeah. you know? And they would literally fight over who had a hand on my wife, like while asleep. And they, even if they went to their beds, like, and they'd end up in our bed. Uh, yeah. And and just thinking like, I might never sleep in that bed again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, now they're like huge people and they're all mm. very much in their corners. And, and that is hard in a different way because yeah. They start to need you to la- help them launch, like yeah. finding mm. interest, getting out of the cave, you know, leaving into, you know, going out into the world. And so I just think every era requires everything. It's just different muscles, you know, early mm. on, it's, it's like you're cultivating a plant, you know, you got to get it all water, get it going. And then all of a sudden it's this whole other thing, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's an, I don't know if there's a trouble zone. I think people are different guys and girls, mm. definitely different, but Guys and girls differences are not just like, that's a girl, that's a guy. Yeah, it's, right, it's just right. more combining elements differently. So one thing I'm know? really curious about um, that I'm, I'm sort of dreading, and I, and I would actually have never asked this on the podcast with any of our guests, like, just what is your social security number and zip code? And we'll each of you just go as quick as you can, and that's going to be fast. No, like, yeah. have y'all can seen in your kids? Yeah. <laughs> have, you seen, <laughs> have you seen as they've gotten older, and have you felt that kind of pulling away? Like, is that is that what oh. I'm dreading it's going to be? Where you can feel the sort it, of... I, I think our whole generation growing up heard, like, the stereotype of, I hate you, Dad, I hate you, Mom. And, and we're, that I don't think that technically... 
that's not a guarantee. I think no, the, definitely the, not. I think there is a distinct transition. Like when you're when kids are toddlers, there's a the first wave of I'm my own, whatever is like I'm going to push everything, I'm going to break everything, yeah, yeah right. and figure out where the edge is, you know, yeah, which is like that terrible two kind <laughs> yeah. of phase. Like, why are you dropping everything on the floor? Right. Yeah, because yeah. they're trying to figure out like where's the boundary. And I think as people, as as young people grow into like young adults and, and teenagers, there's another boundary push. That's what I think that that's what it looks like. It doesn't necessarily mean I hate you, but right. it's definitely like, I mean, think about anybody that's not a, you know, grown past into their twenties and lived past that. Like there's all these milestones where you're just trying to figure out how to be a, you know, independent functioning human. Right. And your parents are kind of over here in safe zone. Yeah. And, and you have to figure out where you want to like step out versus go back to them for support. And it's a tension. Mm. I mean, it's a, just a tension that you can't avoid. I've got, I've got, mm. I've got pretty assertive kids um, as a whole. And, and they're definitely, I feel like my oldest son in particular is definitely pushing pretty hard. Like he, mm. like he, he's, well, I, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the hot seat of teenage boy zone right now because mm. it's like, I just thought I just I just uh, whatever I did, whatever I said, oh I didn't mean it. I immediately went to boy zone in the nineties. I went, oh my god, it's a boy group. Oh it's god. a man, man group. Oh my Isaac. god. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> sorry, I just um, Isaac's podcast. Anyway, yeah. oh um, my but, gosh, trapped in but boy the, zone. But I've got this really. <laughs> I've got this really intense situation with my sons now where they're both taller than me. My wife is like 5'9", I'm 5'11", and they're both like over six wow. feet tall. Wow. And they're very into it. They're very <laughs> yeah, yeah, into it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. what's up, dad? Yeah. And like, you know, and they'll get up on their toes to yeah. just make themselves even taller. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's up, dad? Yeah, How yeah. you doing? Why yeah. are you so small? I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Why am why, I so small? Wow, mm. wow. Yeah. Speaking of things, see, not proud of that. Not proud of that yeah, yeah. part of my fathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I, so I think that there is a push in that, in that kind of, I've, I felt it from about, I, I feel like with the boys, it was, it's definitely been like that 13, 14, where it really, where it really hits mm-hmm. kind of full testosterone intensity. Right. Yeah. Let me arm wrestle you. Watch yeah, me. Yeah. Crush yeah. You. I'm no. so irritated <laughs> at everything. I'm like, yeah. really? Why? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I'm it's still like that with thing. my dad. <clears throat> you yeah. know, the thing about, I mean, I, I haven't really gone through that with my kids because my oldest is 14 and, you know, but you're, you're sort of see it. But, but the reality I think with a lot of that is you kind of want them to do that. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to go through right. it, right. 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 but right. you actually need them to do it because yeah. if they don't uh, strongly step out on their own, then you end up with the stereotype of like, he's 30 and he doesn't have a job and he's living in the basement. Right. And that's not always related, but it certainly is part of this idea of individuality. And Absolutely. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, get just prepare, enjoy it, get a, a lot of hard liquor because you're going to have some pain, <laughs> I think. That's what I've been doing. Well, the, uh, just stocking Thanks for up. listening to Teenage Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually, so my oldest is 10, just, and it helped, it has like, any time that she holds my hand on her, like, on her own volition while we're walking down the street, or little things like that, I mm, just yeah. soak it up because I'm like, it could next week this could be gone this like the change yeah. oh. is going to start happening you know but oh yeah, yeah you yeah the girls yeah that's a whole other, a whole thing. other thing i'm terrified and I, my, my 12 year old daughter will walk up to me she's like dad uh will you buy me some new shoes i'm like honey when was the last time you bought new shoes she's like i'll give you a hug like, no, okay, and then all of a sudden you wow. already have yeah. new shoes. She's holding hands, the so. phone yeah. with the link. Like, You're like, okay. That's <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, how many seconds? Five, <laughs> ten. What are we until talking about? I'm two done. hugs around your friends. No, no, this is negotiation. I want to be <laughs> around your friends. You right. They your, gotta see you hug. Your me. friends gotta realize that you love your father. Okay, and then okay, I want I'll you to do it if I can. Something get out of the about car me and pick up line at school and okay. dance to their parents. <laughs> Wait, I have kind of a dumb. I, I, I've got a dumb question though for Isaac. Since Isaac, you have three kids. Yeah, I have two, and I always. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that anyone, however many kids you have, any other family that has just one more kid than you, you think is crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. And so it sounds about right. Like, right. Dave has three kids. 
So if Dave right. and I are going to start complaining about like, you know, like how stressful it is or like we've got mm -hmm. kids, Dave trumps me because he's got he's got three. I only got two. You have three kids yeah. and you're I'm I'm guessing. Can you not really play that card with the, with your brother? I, I feel like, deeply. I feel deeply inadequate. Yeah, as, the, like, as the father of only three children you're practically in this single. family. You don't you have three kids. I know. Right. No, yeah. well, actually, interestingly enough, though, I am in, my wife and I are in a very different phase because our youngest is almost nine. And it is almost like going back to dating because yeah. we can leave we can leave the house. I mean, we got a 15 year old. He's got a phone. You know, and yeah. we're just like, hey, sorry, you're babysitting tonight. See ya. Yeah. And yeah. I, boy, I'm not complaining about that one. That's that is actually spot. really awesome. But um, I think we're going to say we have a nine year old. She's fine. If we just gave her a phone, she would be actually about as mature as the 15 year old. Yeah, but yes. that's all. Yes. He would be so mad at me right now. He's like, he's <laughs> like, Dad, oh, my God. What did you say there? Did you see all Odette of my friends morning? listen to Dadville? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah. Education. When, whenever I complains about not having enough time, I we just me and my uh, wife that, That's it. That, that's what I mean. That, that's really? what John is asking. Is those exactly. little things where you're like, oh, what's oh, your like days are so three? full. Giggle, giggle. Well, it's I like just, I just you lay say, down in bed Isaac, and I see go you. to sleep. <laughs> I see you, Isaac. Your Thank your you, pain is Thank real. You. So uh, one of the things, one of the things I've been dying to ask y'all when it comes to kids and, and what y'all do being in the band, yeah. um, when you think if, if, if let's say that one of them came to y'all or any iteration of, you know, mm -hmm. the cousins or whatever, and they said, Hey, you know, we want to do music like you guys mm -hmm. did. Music. And maybe this has happened already. Yeah, and, and maybe it has, but like, what is knowing? So one, knowing what y'all have known and and how mm -hmm. y'all have lived your lives and the things that you've seen, uh, seen added added a D. If anybody's yeah. wondering how I'm doing, uh, just <laughs> added a D. Yeah, just seen. Dave, um, are you having a stroke? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, but you know, what, 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 dick. <laughs> what what would you guys? say to that like like where 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 y'all well that? what would you say to it a and b what would you think internally about it and would they be different things well first <laughs> right, of all right. first of all the we would... things i say yeah. yeah do as i say not as i do that's yeah. what yeah. i like yes. to say I, first yeah. first i would i would start by doing the thing that the music business does to you which is say no you're not good enough that's the best <laughs> try harder you could give them right you know, oh really? Oh you think oh you think you can play? Show me. Yeah. If, yeah. impress me. Yeah. Right. No, but I I'm I'm so actually crush only, their dreams. Crush first. their dreams first yeah. and then see if they still have dreams left. If well, there's a phoenix that rises, exactly. then sign them to a record. You guys deal. remember right. the, the Tom Petty documentary that came out like fifteen years ago or whatever? We used to watch that like on loop, my band and I. And I remember right. there was somebody in that documentary that was it was maybe Bono or something was saying Mm. Something about how, like, show me any rock star or something, and I'll show you somebody who told them, like, they had a father who either wasn't there or said oh, they man. couldn't do it. And I remember in that moment thinking, like... Something to overcome. Something to overcome. Yeah, yeah. well, I was like, well, thanks a lot, Dad, for being so freaking supportive. <laughs> supported. <laughs> Why did you have to come to all my shows, Dad? Play listening room. could have been something. Anyway, I cut you off. Go ahead. Well, yeah. no, I mean, the, it's an interesting thing about, I mean, your kids. I mean, the, the main thing I think that we saw with our parents was they, they facilitated us. They didn't, um, you know, they weren't come on parents in the sense of. They didn't yeah. write our songs, uh, but they also, they kind of, in. I think there's an element of stage parent that has to be positive, which is the challenging of your children, right? Mm -hmm. What our mom did all the time was tell people we sang. What our mom did all the time was be our biggest fan and and go like and be our Man, promoter. They are so great. Yeah. They should sing for you, right? Mm, yeah. In the weirdest, most awkward places to people that you knew there was no benefit to your career. It was yeah. just they were going to get to hear a song <laughs> like, and you were going to have to do it. It benefits socially, <laughs> you know. Once right. you're done peeing, well, my sons are like, right outside. I, I would love I, for them to. I, if I could get some, yeah. If I could get some Dave. free bacon from the Shonies, that would be great. Yeah. Here's a song. You, Bam. You, you think you're joking? I have a very vivid memory of that random Kentucky Fried Chicken on the West Side, right next to I-44, like Nowheresville. Like this is, it's a truck stop, and our mom goes, "My boys sing. Hey boys, sing. Maybe they'll give you some free chicken." Oh my god! I kid you not. 
No, I'm just like, I I vividly remember this going like looking at mom going, mom, please mom, not now. Please. I'm not even hungry. We'll sing for chicken. I, mean, I was yeah. going to say that I mean, had to have like, some, to like, sing for. some Pavlovian effect where you're like, for some reason, every time we fried sing, chicken. we get hungry. I smell Whenever fried chicken. Fried chicken. It's like a, he can't actually stand fried chicken anymore. <laughs> Singing in the rain. It's actually, you know, Umbop was actually originally Um Cluck, but yeah. you know. Oh. No, it was Umbach. Umbach. Yeah, there There you go. We did it. We did it. I didn't think we'd, you know, we'd get there. Dead fish.